It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Remember, remember the 5th of November. I'm Andy Baxter and this is Pints of Football, the nation's drunkest football podcast. I'm here today with a ground crawlers live-ish. We're going back to Western Supermare against Salisbury. Just Salisbury, not to be confused with Salisbury City, who no longer exists, and Salisbury United, who are in Australia. I'm not going to lie, I did forget it was fireworks night today. I would have thrown in more puns had I realised and had some time to prepare some, so that's a little bit disappointing. Um, we can just say, let's hope there's a few sparkling performances. Um, hope Ruben Reed scores a couple of bangers and that Salisbury are a bit of a damp squib and Weston win easily. I don't know, if I think of any more in the game, I'll be sure to throw them in. So it's a bit of a strange one today. Um, Salisbury have won their first match under their new manager last time out, they beat Hamwell and that was the the um, his first win in the five games he's been in charge so they might have a little bit more confidence about them they might be up for it a bit more but yet to be seen I suppose they're managed by uh, Brian Duttons who used to be uh, under, under 23's assistant manager and overseas scout at Bristol Rovers under Daryl Clark um, when he left Dutton went with him to Walsall and then he went back to Rovers up until July this year working with the academy. Um, I noticed yesterday they've just signed uh, a guy called Jerry Lawrence on loan from Rovers so be interesting to see if he gets on today. I assume it's someone that Dutton knows from his time at Rovers, thinks he's a decent prospect and all that. So that'll be interesting to see if he, uh, to see if he comes on. Well, in the fifth minute, number three, score! 
And there you have it, 1-0 already, five minutes, and it's Scott Laird who got down the left. There's a big long ball, I didn't see who it came from unfortunately, but a big long ball came over, the goalie came out, misjudged it completely. Um, was never going to reach it, Laird was able to head it over him, the defender was doing his best to get back but couldn't quite make it, and yeah, 1-0 to the home side. So I've managed to grab a couple of Salisbury fans just as the goal's gone in, unfortunately, so their, their mood might be down a little bit. But as we speak, they've got down the left. Oh, good ball across, but it was just slightly behind the centre forward. I think that was... I can't tell which one that is. Eight. I've forgotten his name. Um, but anyway, so what do you think of the new manager then? Five games in, he's lost... with Brian, Steve Courage needed to go, the whole atmosphere around the club was dreadful, he wasn't that good of a manager despite supposedly having a name in football, yeah. but the, there was a negative attitude around the club and had been for the last 18 months that Steve had shown no sign of lifting. Uh, Brian, oh, time to go. Time to go, yeah. He, he, was, he was great to start when the club first started back up, he was great, but unfortunately the time had come to part ways. Um, and the future looks a lot more promising. It's going to take time to get where we want to, but yeah, much more promising. You say to take time to get back to where you want. Where is that? So we're, we just want to play some good football and have some entertaining times. Whereas over the last 18 months, going to a game has been a bit of a chore because the football's not been entertaining. We've not been winning. It's just been, yeah, just been poor football all round sort of thing. Like we're under no illusions. The club has no right to be anywhere, but. We'd like to have a. We'd like to at least enjoy, enjoy the. Well, football. that's part of the fun, isn't it? If you, you know, if we are at this level, you've got to try and yeah. enjoy it. Get, no, nobody you know. comes to this level of football for great glory. entertainment oh, and glory, great. but you at least want to have a bit of fun along the way, type thing. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. you know, I saw that they won last week against Hamwell. Don't know if you went to that one, yeah, but yeah. Um, I was thinking that they were going to come today and be a bit more up for it, a bit more confidence, go for it a little bit. But then that happened in the first five minutes. So. Yeah, you know. exactly. It's quite a poor goal to concede, really. Lack of communication at the back there, and nothing ball coming over. But um, and I think he emphasises it's not a short-term fix here. This is a long-term job that Dutton's got to do, and there's some fairly deep-seated problems he's got to try and resolve. And they're not going to do that in three or four games. Uh, but I think the club's going to give him time to do it and sort it out. I was listening to the interview he gave ahead of this game, and he kept saying that it was about the project. It was about taking time to slowly turn things around and get people back on side yeah and you know hopefully a good showing today will go some way to doing that but certainly got the work cut out now so thanks yeah. very much guys That's all right. so since the goal it's been about seven minutes and Salisbury have had a lot of the ball most of the ball actually and they've got a good player in the middle number eight uh, Wakefield I had the numbers wrong on my sheet if I'm honest so I, uh, I couldn't figure out who he was but he looks good he looks full of energy he tries to get forward a lot and you know, he's putting the Western under a bit of pressure and, oh, as we speak, the ball's just rebounded back off their centre-forward, Ashton. And it's sort of just bouncing around in the air at the moment. We're not really getting anywhere. Humphrey's just nicked it off Ashton there and sort of buys Western a bit of time. But it's not going to finish 1-0, this one. There's a dangerous free kick now for Salisbury right outside the box, but out wide. It looks like it's going to be Wakefield whip it in. He does. Oh, Good header away by Pope. And then the shot is blocked up from Yang, I think. Recycled and brought back in again. It's a deep cross. Grub heads it away. Yeah, Wakefield keeps it in. Save it going for a throw in. He's going to bring it back. This is Yang. Oh, good dummy there. 
Great cross. Oh, headed away again, but it's all Salisbury at the moment. Weston needs to sort of get their heads and keep the ball for a few minutes. It's back out on the left-hand side now. But ball into feet. Looked offside, maybe. Oh, that's terrible. Really good position there. The number four, Carmichael, got down. Um, probably not used to crossing it that often, and they went out behind for a goal kick, and it's a chance for Weston to settle down, keep the ball, and, yeah, try and play a bit of football. A dangerous free kick to Weston now. Far out on the right, looks like either Grubb to take it with his right or Laird with his left. It is Laird, whips it in to near the, ooh, towards the near post and it's in but it was offside. Chested down by someone and then Reid put it in but yeah, the linesman flag went up really early and it's still 1-0. Could have been a goal at either end there and for Salisbury going forward it was Brooks down the right wing. There's a nice little 1-2 with someone and then his low cross was blocked by Humphreys. Straight down the other end and Ruben Reid rolling back the years. Little bit of shimmy to buy him some space and then blasted a shot towards goal. Straight down the goalkeeper's throat really but he had to save it. It was going right in the top of the net and uh, the goalie tipped it over for a corner. Wakefield the danger man again there. Nice little bit of interplay between uh, Wakefield, Brooks and someone else who's got a nice set of white boots on who I can't see his number. Um, on the edge of the western box and in the end Humphreys had to bring him down otherwise he'd have been clear through one-on-one -on -one. so it's a very dangerous free kick to Salisbury now. Fabulous game this, it's um, loads of pressure by both teams, not so many clear chances but Salisbury have got a couple of really quick players that like going forward, they've got a big strong centre midfielder called Carmichael and he's bringing the wide players in, they've got Lee on one side, uh, Brooks on the other, and they're getting forward but all their, their final balls are not quite landing nicely for the striker, and it's somehow still 1-0, but it's very wet here today, and I don't think that's helping because players are losing their footing, and you know, for now it's still 1-0, so see how it goes. I've managed to grab matchday announcer Tim Clark, and pull him away from his important task to join me on this nonsense. So Tim, so far so good? So far so good. Um, unfortunately I missed the goal because I was handing the reef back to uh, Neil Bassam. So uh, yeah, by the sounds of it, it was a very, very good goal. So uh, look forward to looking at that on the replay. It was well taken by Scott. He got down well. Um, the goalie came out and made his decision for him really. He's only one thing he could do and header it straight into the net. So yeah, I mean, you probably had a better view of the disallowed goal than me because I was down the other end. So was it rightly disallowed? As much as I'd love to say no, I think it was. Um, the penalty shout though, that was definitely a penalty. Definitely. Um, referee needs to get control of the game because they're starting to be a little bit naughty. Um, and their, their, their directors are even kind of wincing in pain when they're sliding in now. So I think they need to calm down. We need to just go out and full attack now. Well, I did notice that Ruben sort of limped away from one of the challenges. So if any luck, he's okay to carry on. Um, and yeah, that's it really. Let's go and enjoy the second half. Interesting to hear from Tim there. To be perfectly honest, I didn't think it was that rough a game. I thought both sides were given as good as they got. I don't think the pitch is conducive to backing out of tackles and things because it's quite wet, it's quite slidey, and you know, the ball's running away from you and things like that. But um, you know, it's still 1 0, and as long as that continues then happy days um, <laughs> and now I'm being shouted over so I'll come back to you in a minute 
a dangerous free kick now just outside the area for Salisbury. It looks like it's going to be Lee to take it with his right foot. Yeah, I think he's on his own, so it is going to be Lee. The three-man wall for Weston. He's had a shot and it's gone straight into the wall. Bit of a waste, really, because everyone had come up from the back. Um, and in these conditions, you fire a low skidding one towards the goal and you never know what happens. Well, what a waste. Great chance for Weston there from a corner. It was played short to Laird and then back to Baston who took it. He dribbled into the area, made himself a little bit of space. Oh, made himself a little bit of space and then the shot was beaten away by the goalie and it landed very kindly for Salisbury to clear. I really don't know how this game is still 1-0. Brooks has just created a chance for Salisbury, getting down the wing, um, powering past his man and laying the ball back to and um, number 11, cheers Yang. Uh, oh, laying it back to Yang, he took a time, put it onto his left foot and forced a good save out of Max Harris. And then Weston went straight down the other end and tried to create something, but the ball was a little bit behind Reed and he couldn't get onto it. Still 1-0 somehow, just about an hour gone. And there it is, it's 2-0 to Weston. Controversial. Um, not sure if it crossed the line, but the linesman had a better view than me and he's given it, so I'm happy with that. Uh, Ruben Reed had it in the right-hand corner of the box, did really well to hold off his man, lay it back to Marlon Jackson, who had a shot from outside the area. And there it is. And it was flying in towards the top corner. Can't tell if the goalkeeper took a touch or not, but it hit the bar, bounced down, bounced back out, and then the goalie pulled it away to safety. Um, but as I say, the linesman said it went in, so that's all we need. 2-0 should be, well, should be a win now for Weston, but you never know. Well, it's a penalty to Weston. No idea what happened. I was in the queue for the bar, but, you know, these things happen at this level. And it looks like it's going to be the captain and Weston legend, Dale Grubb, to take it. The goalie's trying to put him off at the moment, but the referee's told him to go back onto his line. It's going to be Grubb with his right foot. Straight down the middle, 3-0, and that should be it now. What a goal, what a player. Very nearly 4-0 to Weston, a great little bit of play on the edge of the box by Dodd. A little 1-2 with Grubb, sent him through on goal. Uh, he opened his body and tried to bend one into the far post. The goalie did really well to tip it away. Still 3-0, rain's absolutely coming down now. It's everyone sort of hidden further up in the stand or down by the bar to get out of it. Can't be much fun for the goalies or the... Uh, well, when you're 3-0 down, it's not much fun anyway, but... Yeah, the Salisbury players, they keep them going until the end, they might get one back, they're sort of doing alright, but it certainly isn't a 3-0 game. Chances at both ends as we enter the last few minutes here, Jay Murray the substitute did really well, holding the ball up on the right, twisting and turning and then playing in for Jackson to have a shot, uh, blocked by the defender and then straight up the other end, Salisbury, I think it was Lee again, but it's the other end for me, I think it was Lee, got down the wing, um, had a shot which Harris pushed behind for a corner which came to nothing. Josh Wakefield, who's been the best player for Salisbury, gets one back. Uh, good ball across from the left wing. I'm not sure if it was Lee who put it in, but it came from his kind of general area. He beat the offside trap. Uh, Harris didn't know whether to come or not, and Wakefield got there to poke it in. 3-1. Excellent chance for Weston now. Grubb going to take a free kick just outside the area. Four-man wall for Salisbury. Rubbish. 
straight at the wall, cleared away. Yeah, come to nothing really. So that's it, 3-1. Pretty convincing in the end for Weston. Could have been more, could have been more goals for both sides really. It was a good game, it was entertaining, it was feisty and well contested. The conditions were not great, so that probably played a part. Uh, Truro won 6-0 as well, so important for Weston to win. They're a point behind still, a second. Um, and yeah, on to Merthyr away next week. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time. Cheers. Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.